with the first pick. Welcome back to the Daft on Draft podcast. I am your co-host, Devin Jackson, joined by my other co-host, Corey Kennan. And we're back for the second episode this week. We had teased it earlier on the first episode. But before we get into what exactly we'll be doing today, Corey, how are you doing today, man? Yeah, we're recording a lot earlier than you usually do. So I've got my coffee here. Uh, I'm ready to go. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for two days a week. Uh, it's good to be back. So I'm ready to dive in. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so we had talked about we did DBs and safeties uh, earlier in the week, but now we're going to do a special edition mock draft. Uh, So we're going to go back and forth. I got odds and Corey has evens. And we kind of decided, you know, because of how high quarterbacks will probably go in this draft, we'll just do trades in the top 10. And then we'll go from there, you know, after pick 10, um, we will just kind of pick pick based on you know where teams are on the board if they haven't moved up from the teens and et cetera and just go down the list. So since I have the number one overall pick, uh, I will go first. Um, and I have the Chicago Bears, who we kind of both assume probably will not be picking the number one pick, um, just based on you know other teams that want quarterbacks and, and some other team might move up. So uh, before I make a pick, I'll give you a chance, Corey, if you, you feel like any of your teams that you control or even my own teams that I control uh, would like to move up. Yeah. I feel like the Colts are the, the, the white elephant or the, the elephant in the room here. Like they're going to get aggressive. Jim Irsay wants to win really badly. They just hired Shane Steichen and, and they've tried this bridge thing for a half decade now and it hasn't worked since Andrew Luck. So I think they're going to go get a young guy. Uh, I could see maybe like Detroit, if they had a strong preference, Las Vegas, Carolina, like I could see those teams trying to make a move too, but I think the Colts make a lot of sense here. Uh, they're going to swing for the fences. And so I, I think that the Colts can come up. Um, I really don't know what kind of precedent we're looking at for a trade, you know, between the Colts and the bears, but obviously four. And I would assume maybe like a next year's one, or I mean the, the, the jets came up to three from, uh, where were they? They were with the, the Colts that year. Uh, they swapped out with the Colts that year and they gave up three twos to come up. So uh, I don't exactly know the precedent, but, but I think the Colts are going to get it done to come up, move three, three spots and, and pick number one overall here. All right. So, uh, I'm going to hand it over to you, Corey. Uh, you now have the number one pick with the Colts. Uh, Bears moved down to four. So I will be picking at four for the Bears. Uh, who are you selecting at number one overall? Now, uh, yeah, I'm really torn between what I think I like what I would do and what I think the NFL would do, because I don't like Will Levis that much. But I think the NFL is going to love Will Levis. Uh, I like Bryce Young. I like C.J. Stroud. I think NFL is probably going to have we'll see what he comes in at in his measurables next week at the combine or two weeks to combine. But I'm still going to go Bryce Young until like we we hear something that teams hate Bryce Young. I, I think teams still love Bryce Young. I think he's still QB one, so um, that's it's close between QB one between him and Stroud, man. But yeah, I'm gonna do Bryce Young. I'm not gonna shake things up. I really want to shake things up and take CJ Stroud, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it keep at us here, and I'm gonna take Bryce Young. All righty, there you have it, Bryce Young, the number one overall pick in this uh, Daft on Draft 
mock draft, uh, number two overall uh, belongs to Houston Texans, and and that's also the team that you were controlling as well. Yeah. Uh, all right, this one's easy. I'm just going to go see just Stroud here. We'll just knock off Young and Stroud back-to-back. I really do think these guys are the two most NFL-ready quarterbacks um from an accuracy perspective from a, a like a, a field vision perspective i get it with levis i get it with richardson the tools but but both those teams need somebody that can come and start and and be franchise leaders right away and and they have both very high floors and, and both relatively high ceilings still so uh, i'm gonna go cj stroud to the texans all right number three overall arizona cardinals this is an easy one basically i pick uh who i want more uh, between Will Anderson and Jalen Carter, uh, two of the top players in this draft. I'm going to go Will Anderson this particular one. I just think they need that that edge presence that comes in and, and becomes a game record. I know they spent some uh, assets on edge recently, like they got MyJ Sanders last year, but they need a, a true game record and continue to build around their defensive core with. Now J.J. Watt's gone, so I'm going to go with Will Anderson. At three. I'm interested to see what the Cardinals do because Kyler's not going to play at least most of, of 2023. They, they can have the first overall pick again next year. So I'm interested to see if they do take a blue chip like Will Anderson and Jalen Carter, or if they kick the can and try to trade back and gather more assets. They're in a good spot draft-wise. They're not in a good spot franchise-wise, but uh, yeah. who knows? After cleaning up the Kingsbury mess, they might be better. But And hiring Jonathan Gannon, we'll see. But, Devin, you're back on the clock now with the base we traded since we swapped out. Yeah, so... I thought about maybe with the Bears trade back again and get more Ooh. assets because there are quarterback needy teams and now we're getting to number four. Number five almost feels like a trade back option as well. Um, so in this particular one, I'm going to have the Raiders move up to four and swap with the Bears again. But I don't know what the compensation would look like for that. And four and to seven—that's pretty similar to like the three second-round picks that the, the Jets gave up to the Colts for Sam Darnold back in the day. I feel like that's yes. relatively similar. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll go with something like that. But now that the Raiders have the pick, and that was a the, the team now controlling as well, I'm going Will Levis at four for the Raiders. He feels like a player that they would zero in on and and be very, very interested in taking. So I'm going to go with Will Levis at four here. And we got three of the four picks quarterbacks. Yeah, for sure. And now you're back on the back on at five as well with the Seahawks. <laughs> it's the show yeah. Right now. Uh, I don't think they trade back in this particular scenario, um, but you never know. And they have they have to take Jalen Carter here, have to. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. If he's on the board of five, that's a no brainer. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, on number six. Number six. All right. Holy so God. the Lions. I think the Lions could take a quarterback. I think golf good enough to bridge for. Her. So I mean, I think they could take Anthony Richardson, but. Oh man, I don't think so. Their secondary is bad, man. Their secondary is really bad. I'm going to take Christian Gonzalez to the Lions at six right here. I love Christian Gonzalez. If you listen to the last pod, you know I raved about him. I think he's a blue chip talent. I think he's a top five prospect in this class. 
hopefully Jeffrey Okuda can continue to, to get better every year, and you can stack Jeff Okuda and, and Christian Gonzalez and go at it in your secondary Detroit. So I'm going Christian Gonzalez, a uh, tremendous player. And now, Devin, the Bears. Bears yeah, are back so, up here. So it changes a little bit now that, that uh, Anderson and, and Carter are off the board. But I think this sets up a really good scenario where they end up, instead of taking a uh, must-have to take a defensive line or edge, I think they go build the trenches and they take Paris Johnson here. And, and they really solidify kind of their offensive line, a, a area and point of need uh, that they really need to to figure out and put some serious capital behind uh, if they want Justin Fields to be a long-term starter. So I'm going to go Paris Johnson has the uh, guard flexibility, uh, left tackle, uh, you know, just a great athletic ability. And I think he can come in and, and really bolster that uh, revolving door of of an offensive line that the Bears have. I love it. I love it. Brett Jones had an okay rookie year for a day three pick, but, but definitely need to solidify that a little bit more. And then Bears can play inside. He can play outside. Good pick. And Falcons, Falcons, Falcons. The Falcons suck at finding pressures, man. Like they're they're so bad at it. But I think they got to keep swinging at pass. The two pass rushers that are at the top of the board are two dudes that I'm a little bit lower on than consensus. But again, I'm trying to figure out, you know, how does the NFL view these guys, which is how I do. And Miles Murphy's going to test really well. Like, even if I don't see it all 100% on the field, he's going to test really well at his size, and then somebody's going to take him high. Uh, and so, eight, I go Miles Murphy here to the Falcons. For sure. Now it, it sets up at number nine. You have the Carolina Panthers, and obviously, they miss out on a quarterback. Um, in this particular one, because all of them are, or no, they have Anthony oh, Richardson on the board. Yeah. I forgot that you did not take him. To me, this is, I don't want to say a no brainer. And I know Panthers fans are already kind of split on this, but if you are bringing in, um, you know, kind of the system that you anticipate them bringing in, and they have had quite the journey at quarterback. I think you you swing for the fences and you take Anthony Richardson, especially with the NFC South. There are a lot of questions around the NFC South and how good it's going to be the next couple of years. Tampa is not going to be, um, you know, be relevant, honest, honestly, unless they move up for a quarterback. Um, and then you got the Saints who they're trying to get Derek Carr, but they might not even get him. And then obviously the Falcons, they're, they might be riding with Desmond where they might not. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but they're in a good position for sure. I love it. I love it. Falcons, I love Frank Reich. I'm so happy he got another shot because I, I truly think he's a really good offensive coach uh, who's never really had a quarterback to work with in his time in, in, in uh, Indianapolis. And even with a, an established vet like Phillip Rivers, he went to the playoffs with those guys. So get him somebody who can play quarterback. Uh, Carolina's built a heck of a staff. Have you seen their coaching staff they put together, man? Freaking wild. Yeah, it's it's getting impressive for sure. All right. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Full disclosure, I fully expect for Howie Roseman to trade out of the spot and get another first next year somehow. He does it every year. Um, Eagles, though, I think they're set at wide receiver finally. Man, do they start talking about Lane John? Like, do we start talking about... I mean, a hell of a player, still an all-pro player, but he's getting up there. 
they could go offensive tackle and just build for the future. But that seems like that's something they do in the second round, like they did with Kelsey and, and Jurgens last year. They couldn't get any pressure on Patrick Mahomes, but they just spent money on Hassan Riddick. Reddick. Um, still think they might go pass rusher here. But I don't like Tyree Wilson this early, man. I really don't. I'm going to do it anyway. I, I think the NFL is going to love this guy. He's a cyborg. He's built in a lab. Even if he is, you know, kind of stiff as a board, he's explosive. He's long. He's powerful. <sighs> he could be that big end across from Rick. So I think I'm Tyree Wilson here to the Eagles. Yeah, to me, I've been, because, uh, you know, since I work for the Philadelphia Inquirer, I've been kind of split. Like, I think he might be there at 10 on draft day, but mm-hmm. I just don't know. So it's like, he feels like an Eagles player, like the type of mm-hmm. player that they would want and really can mold. And, you know, Howie Roseman is known for taking, you know, defensive, taking trench players in the first round, even if they have needs at a, or, or even a receiver. So uh, fascinating discussion for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 11 now, we have the Tennessee Titans. To me, this has got to be a offense alignment, a tackle specifically, and I'm kind of split because, like, how do how does the NFL view Broderick Jones? Because we had many discussions about him and this ceiling he has, but his floor isn't super high as compared to like a Peter Skaronsky, for example, or Parashans. And so you worry, like, are the Titans going to get another situation where they're taking a high outside guy? Are they going to be able to develop him? So for me. That's the reason I'm going to lean Peter Skaronsky here and take him number 11 overall. Because if he doesn't work out of tackle, they move him into guard and still have a quality offense alignment. So I'm going to go with Skaronsky here at 11. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right. I'm back on the board with the Texans. They don't need a tackle. Titus Howard, for as much as that pick was mocked on draft day, has turned out to be a pretty solid player. Laramie Tunsil is going to reset the market. So, I mean, unless they trade Larry, they don't want Laramie Tunsil to trade him off. Then they could go like Broderick Jones here, but they need some edge help. They need wide receiver bad with Brandon Cooks wanting out. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to take a look uh, at their depth chart real fast because. Yeah, man, tight ends are really bad, too. So if we're going to get a pass catcher, do I go wide receiver, like a more explosive one, or do I go the best overall playmaker at this position? Because I'm really tempted to take Michael Mayer right here to the to the Texans, shake things up a little bit uh, between him and Jordan Addison. Uh, but again, if I'm going the best overall pass catcher, the best overall playmaker for their position, man, I, I might take Michael Mayer. Uh, hit rate on tight ends this early isn't isn't great, but like again, he's he's like top on the board right now. I'm doing it, man. I'm taking Michael Mayer to the Texans. Love it. He's been he's been a guy that I kind of struggled figuring a team fit. Like I did a mod recently and I had him going 28 to the Bengals because I felt like okay maybe that's a good spot, but I think there are a few good spots early in the first round. But after that, I think you might get a little drought in between, uh, you know, where he might might be able to go. So I, I like the pick. I think it's round. Uh, it's, you should pick Stroud, right, for uh, the Texans. Well, that, yes, I did. Yeah, so that's a, that's a great uh, weapon for him to have. 
um, as a rookie. All right, 13 with the New York Jets. I feel like this is a spot they could maybe trade down because you, you look at the board and kind of their needs. Like you could get a Broderick Jones, but he's is he going to be ready to start year one? And like you already you have Makai Beckton still on the roster, obviously. Um, and then Elijah Vera Tucker as well um, on that left side. But I'm I'm gonna go ahead and take Roger Jones here. I think you you need to figure out the the tackle position. Um, and if Makai Beckton is is not the guy for you, then then you can can move off of him um, and maybe recoup some assets for him. Um, a young tackle that the other teams might want. So I'm gonna go Roger Jones here at 13. Awesome, awesome. All right, on to the Patriots. And there are two big needs for the Patriots, wide receiver and offensive tackle. Man, that's too early for them. I'm going to go Jordan to the Patriots right here. If you look at that Patriots receiver, it's literally an island of misfit towards like Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. Like, the, like it, it's, it's a good room. So... Um, I mean, I'm just adding another guy with a similar body type, but a more explosive playmaker, a good route runner, sharp, sharp route runner, solid hands, slippery after the catch. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and send Jordan Addison to the Patriots right here. There you have it. Number 15 is the Green Bay Packers. And to me, this feels like a opportunity for a safety to come off the board. One that we've uh, talked about. I love it. And uh, I'm going to go Brian Branch here for the Green Bay Packers. They have a need at safety. Um, they have some older options back there in the back end. I understand they might have Jordan Love under center next year, but they have a young receiving core that they're probably going to build around Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. And I think they need to answer that question at safety. I get the position versus, t- you know, value, et cetera, et cetera. Brian Branch breaks all that. So I'm going to go 15 with Brian Branch. Yeah. I feel like Green Bay would be a spot for Mayer to p- potentially land, too, talking about Mayer landing spots. Um, all right. Washington, 16. Washington needs a DBs, dude. I mean, they need quarterback as well. But, I mean, they're all gone, and they're not taking Hendon Hooker right here. So uh i'm gonna go cb and we're gonna go you know back-to-back dogs right here i'm gonna i'm gonna send devon witherspoon to the to the commanders right here uh with the 16th overall pick upgrade their secondary a bit uh give ron rivera a dog uh to to let loose so i'm going devon witherspoon to the commanders there you have it all right uh at number 17 there uh is a need as well for uh db they have a need for defensive line. So like Brian Brousset kind of comes, comes to mind as a potential fit. Um, Joey Porter Jr., obviously, just because it's the Steelers and he's still on the board. Um, but I'm, I'm also thinking, like, could they upgrade their interior offensive line more? And looking at their roster... I don't know, man. This one is a tough one. It's like, I think DB probably should be the pick here, but but defensive line, you know, you you got Brian Brisset, probably should be in the top 10, but is falling a little bit in this particular mock draft. So I'm going to go Brisset at 17. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I know he's still got Cam Hayward there in, in, in the interior, but 
looking to build towards the future and, and him having some versatility to, to rush the passer as well on the outside track, I think uh, will bode well for that defense. You know, already has CJ Watt, uh, Alex Highsmith. Now you add Brisset to that middle. I love it. I love it. All right. I'm back to the Lions now. And needs are not meeting up with the board right now for the Lions, man. To the point where I might take a linebacker, take the first linebacker off the board. Like, I'm not taking a quarterback here. I took a corner round one. I, mean, I feel like it's too early for Antonio Johnson to come off the board as well. Defensive tackle. I mean, outside of Brissie and I mean, I'm not taking Kalija Kansi. I'm not taking Siaki Ika this early. I mean, Dalton Kincaid would be maybe interesting this early, but that's that's way early. Yeah, I'm taking linebacker. I'm going 18 to uh, the Lions here, 18. They got good success out of Malcolm Rodriguez, but they're starting Alex Zaloni next to him. Uh, and he's a free agent. So I am... Uh... I'm going to go Trenton Simpson to the Lions here. So they're going to stock up on their speed and explosiveness with, with Christian Gonzalez and Trenton Simpson back-to-back picks. So um, upgrade that second level of the defense for the Lions here and uh, one of the worst defensive units in the NFL last year. So I think these are justified moves. All right. 19 with the Tampa Bay Bucks. This one's another tough one because they have quite a bit of needs. Obviously, the biggest one being quarterback. Uh, they have a DB need as well. I don't know if Joyport necessarily fits what they want to do defensively. Um, then possibly interior offensive line as well. But I look at there. Let's see who's going to be a free agent for the Bucks might help me decide a little bit if they have someone in the interior that they might be letting go. Let me see. Hmm. Let's see. Um, let me go back. All right. I think it might be a little too early still to take interior offensive linemen here. Um, I'm going to go with Keely Ringo. So I think he might fit what they want to do a little bit better uh, in terms of zone coverage. And Joey Pori is more of a, a press man guy. So I'm going to um, I'm say they take a little swing on a, a guy that might not be ready immediately but down the road if they can really hone in his skills he could be a really player for really good player for him so i'm gonna go keely ringo at tampa at 19 all right we went defensive tackle with them earlier the seattle seahawks i'm with 20 now edge is still a need but i don't know if they burn both of their first rounders on defensive linemen they could also go wide receiver interior offensive line osiris torrance might be a good fit for the seahawks right here but Man, Tyler Lockett's getting up there. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find a new Tyler Lockett replacement. And by my money, the best wide receiver in the class is still on the board right here at the 20th overall pick. Um and so I'm gonna go Jackson Smith and Jacob man to the Seahawks right here, 20th overall. Love it. Um 
21 LA Chargers uh, would be the Miami Dolphins, but their pick was forfeited. Uh, but we'll move forward with the Chargers here at 21. To me, I think you, if there is a particular slot receiver on the board still at 21, like JSN, I would have loved the fit for LA, but I don't think Quinn Johnston necessarily fits what they're looking for in terms of what they want for a receiver. So I'm going to go tight in here, and I'm going to go Luke Musgrave. It feels like he is a, a Chargers pick. You get a, a tight end that could threaten the seams, and I'm not quite there with Musgrave in terms of him get, getting taken this early, but I know the NFL loves his his skill set, and I think he, he makes sense here for the Chargers at 21. Very, very interesting. I like it. I like it. It's bold. That brings us to the Ravens. And the Ravens' need is really obvious, man. They just hired Todd Monken. And if you look at that wide receiver room outside of Devin Duvernay and Rashad Bateman, who haven't even been, like, stellar. I mean, they've been really like productive and healthy, but Rashad Bateman's been hurt so often. That wide receiver room is barren. And body type-wise, and I think this is the spot for Quentin Johnson to come off the board right here uh, to the Ravens. Um, again, I'm, I'm a little bit lower in Clemson. I think he body catches a lot. I don't think he, he uses his catch radius to his, to his advantage. Again, struggles to separate underneath, but, but he's a, definitely a guy that can win down the field. He's definitely a bully after the catch. So I think there's a lot to like about Quentin Johnston right there. For sure. Um, 20, 23 now with the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to go Joey Porter Jr. Since he's on the board, they need a DB. I think he can come in and, and really help this defense. So I'm, I'm going to go with Joey Porter Jr., uh, especially to deal with some of the uh, the receivers they're going to have uh, at the in the NFC North. Um, you know, you look at the – although there's – you know, when you look at the Lions and Packers, there's not like a true, true definite number one, but I think he can, can certainly help them and help them compete in the NFC. So I'm going to go, I'm gonna go Joey Porter Jr. here. All right, that brings us to the Jaguars. And the Jaguars roster, man, is actually pretty well-rounded. Like, it's rounded out pretty nicely. Um, I think corners in the need. I want to look at who their corners are right here. Uh, I know interior offensive line is a need. So, again, this could be – and if you look at their offensive line, guard – like, left guard is really the only weak spot on that line, assuming they can resign Jawan Taylor. Um, Walker Little played really well when Cam Robinson got hurt, so I think they have a left tackle. Uh, but le- left guard really is kind of a, a a spot right now that needs improved. So I could go with Cyrus Torrance. Tyson Campbell had a good year, man. Shaq Griffin could be a, he could be a cap cut. He's got an expensive contract. Darius Williams played well. Corner. All right, let's see where the lines up here. I'm gonna take my dog, man. I'm taking uh one of my guys here to the Jaguars, 24th overall, man. I'm going Deontay Banks. Deontay Banks to the Jaguars uh, gives them. Uh, Tyson Campbell and Deontay Banks for the future across from one another. So I'm going Deontay Banks. Very nice. And and that leaves me with the New York Giants as the next pick at 25. And to me, interior offensive lineman screams as a need. Give me Osiris Torrance next to uh, Evan Neal. And then on the other side, you got Andrew Thomas. You got a, a solidified three or five lineman uh possibly for the next decade. So I'm getting Osias Torrance here for the Giants at 25. I love that pick. I love it. 
who knows what they're going to do at quarterback, but hey, just build up front, build bullies up front. Uh, that's going to bring us to Dallas. I'm not going to running back. People love to mock B. John Robinson here, who's still on the board, by the way. Um, dude, after they traded Amari Cooper outside of C.D. Lamb, man, they were like, giving Noah Brown significant snaps. Michael Gallup can't separate. I think they need another wide receiver. Uh, Dalton Schultz is going to hit free agency. So I just, I just think they need another target. Um, and somebody who can separate, who can be slippery after the catch. And so I'm going to go Josh Downs to the Cowboys right here. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting pick. You know, if you, you don't think, you wouldn't think, you know, a team like the Cowboys fall in love with Josh Downs, but his route running ability and, and explosiveness, I could, I could see it working with Dak. Uh, 27, the Buffalo Bills talked about B. John Robinson possibly going off the board here. That's definitely a possibility for the Bills. Uh, safety is a need. I don't know. I mean, Antonio Johnson, maybe, but he feels more like a round two guy to me. Uh, tackle, specifically right tackle. This could be a spot where you maybe get a Dewan Jones, uh, early push potentially. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Bijan just because I think the one is still, I think, a little bit pushing it at 27 uh, in terms of the value. But it was close between the one and, and Bijan. But I'm going to go with Bijan. He's just a game breaker. I know this this offense probably needs uh, a better right tackle right now. But I think with getting Bijan, you've got James Cook. Now you add Bijan to that that mix. I think you you really find an identity and you can really depend on Bijan to be kind of your three down guy and, 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 you know, war course into the playoffs. I've mocked the Buffalo before. That's a pretty popular one. I like that pick a lot. I like that fit a lot. Brings up the Bengals, man. And Lael Collins was bad last year, man. He was bad. And he can be cut with the post June 1st designation with only one and a half million of dead cap. And they could save 7.7 million. To me, that feels like a no brainer. Uh, but that also opens up a, a hole at right tackle, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take the second Buckeye off the board right here, man. I'm gonna take that second Buckeye tackle, and uh, we're gonna draft Dewan Jones uh, to to play right tackle for the Bengals right here, the 28th overall pick. Again, massive dude, moves for his size. I'm excited to see how he tests Indy, um, because obviously you know he told he's been cutting body fat. Uh, dudes who move like that, who are that big, aren't gonna last long in the NFL draft. Some team is going to take him. And early and and right here it's the Bengals. For sure. Um, all right, twenty nine here with the New Orleans Saints. Um, a little bit of a personal pick for me, but uh, but we'll see what we can do here. Um, look, this team I don't think is going to be ready to compete probably anytime soon. Seriously, so I'm a this has I don't think I've seen this pick a ton. So I'm gonna go with Nolan Smith here. Because I think they could take him. I know they did this with Marcus Davenport, but take him and and give him some time to to fully reheal and 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 get back to to hundred percent. And uh, you know, kind of be that guy that once Cam Jordan finally hangs it up, uh, you know, him be that kind of that guy for them. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Nolan Smith here. Love it. I love it. And that brings the Eagles back on the clock. And we went Tyree Wilson with them earlier. James Bradbury is going to be a free agent. I don't think they're going to be able to resign him. 
So I think corner is going to be a need for them opposite Darius Slay. Um, and I'm going to take the guy who's my fifth ranked corner in our last episode. I, again, I think late first, early second is a good range for him. So 30th to the Eagles right here. I don't, I don't have any, any sort of discrepancy with this at all. So I'm going to go manual Forbes to the Eagles at pick 30 right here. All right. Final pick here of the first round mock Kansas city chiefs, the reigning super bowl champions. And look, they, I look at the, the board here for edges. Maybe they take a Lucas Van Ness, um, maybe a BJ Ojolari as well. I kind of, kind of like that a little bit. Um, it could take tight end here and, and get a Kincaid and, have a Kincaid and Kelsey uh, duo run out there and 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 be uh, you know very hard to defend. Could take an Antonio Johnson here. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dalton Kincaid. I'm gonna go a little bit different here. Ooh. And I I want them. I, I'm envisioning a scenario where Kelsey plays next couple of years. Maybe he's like, okay, I'm ready to hang it up. You have Kincaid there. He can. I don't want to say easily slide in, but he can be that, you know, weapon over the middle of the field, a reliable receiver. And honestly, you know, like I, they put a lot of resources in, in receivers. They might be happy with where they are with receivers now that Katerius Tony's really uh, sparking their offense. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Kincaid here. I love it. I love it. All right. That wraps up the first round. So recap Colts trade up to one, take Bryce Young. C.J. Stroud comes off the board at two to the Texans. Cardinals take Will Anderson at three. Raiders trade up, and Chicago trades back again to fourth overall to take Will Levis. Jalen Carter falls to five right in the Seahawks' laps. Christian Zeller is at six to the Lions. Paris Johnson Jr. to the Bears, who who drop back and, and gather assets, and then the, the best offensive tackle in the class. Miles Murphy to the Falcons at eight. Anthony Richardson up with Frank Reich in Carolina at nine. Tyree Wilson to the Eagles at ten. Peter Skronsky to the Titans at 11. Michael Mayer, tight end, comes off the board to the Texans at 12. Broderick Jones to the Jets at 13. And Addison to the Patriots at 14. Brian Branch to the Packers at 15. Corner Devon Witherspoon to the Tanners at 16. And Brissette to the Steelers at 17. Trenton Simpson to the Lions at 18. Cornerback Keely Ringo to the Buccaneers at 19. Jackson Smith and Jigbo replaces Tyler Scott or Tyler Scott, uh, Tyler Lockett in Seattle at 20. Uh, the Chargers take a tight end and Luke Musgrave at 21. Quentin Johnston to the, to the Ravens at 22. Joey Porter Jr., Minnesota takes another corner, keeps the bit alive, uh, at, at 23. Uh, 24, Deontay Banks comes off to the Jaguar. Cyrus Torres to the Giants at 25 as they continue to bolster that offensive line. Dallas adds another wide receiver in Josh Downs at 26. B. John Robinson comes off the board to Buffalo as they look to spark their run game at 27. Dewan Jones replaces Leo Collins for the Bengals at 28. Nolans uh, gets their pass rush at 29. Emmanuel Forbes uh, joins Tyree Wilson in Philadelphia at 30. And then Dalton Kincaid as the, the, the Chiefs look to add another weapon to their offense and, and perhaps prepare for a contingency plan post-Kelsey at 31. Awesome, man. It was a, a great exercise and, and uh, you know, kind of a, a great experiment looking at all 30, well, not all 31, 32 teams, but the first 31 picks of the first round. Uh, so this, this was a great uh, exercise to do it. 
Um, and before we head out, make sure you uh, hit up Corey Substack to uh, check out everything homage. Um, we have a link that you can use that will, uh, you know, give us some commission if you use it and, and buy something off of it. Um, and if you didn't check our episode earlier in the week on safeties and DBs, make sure to do that. But uh, for Corey Ken, I'm Devin Jackson, and we will see you guys next week.